Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today on Rambling About Cars, we're talking trucks, big and small. We're talking cars in Hollywood. There's a lot coming out this year. If you're into cars and movies, 2023 is going to be a good year. And I think we're going to have time for a little bit of a neat little quiz surprise later on to kind of test your knowledge of cars from maybe 100 years ago thereabouts. So let's roll. It is podcast time. I am Christopher Smith, Mr. Chris Bruce, across the way. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, missing. So I know you were saying it was just snowing there yesterday. It, the weather's mm. been chilly, but not nasty here. It's got me missing my mini a little bit because right now my wife and I just have our two Subarus here in Columbus. Uh, so looking forward to some warmer weather and getting that going again. And so, so the yeah. mini is stored at your other house. Yeah, the mini's at the other house. Oh. Yeah, I, I can see that being a little bit, uh, a little bit rough, especially as the weather's getting nice. Yeah, group. Morning, thank you for the for the FBC. morning wish. Where are you at that it is morning? You must be somewhere in Asia. No, backwards. Oh, frontwards. So you're in Europe somewhere. No, no, you're you're gonna be, you're gonna be like over like far east that area where it's morning. Yeah, you. We might, have I, we I, have. We love our listeners and our viewers from all around the world. We absolutely um, do. In case, in case you need oh, a reminder, okay. Australia. Okay, Australia. there you go. Um, well, I, I got a friend that's down in Australia. He always, he always used to tease me because he's into cars. And when he would come up to uh, to Michigan when I was working marketing in a former life, uh, he would just he would just razz me about all the holdings that I couldn't get to drive. <laughs> And it would it would always annoy me and amuse me at the same time. Sure. And wherever you're listening, hey, we're giving people a little bit of time. Motor One Com on Facebook, Motor One Com on Twitter, Motor One YouTube. You can go there. You can see the show live. You can interact with us live, whether you're in Australia or Ohio, where Bruce is at, or Northern Michigan, where I'm at. We have people all over the world. We love, love, love chatting with you. And if you don't catch the show live, we still always love our audio listeners. If you're on Spotify, Apple, um, Deezer, iHeartRadio, Amazon, we always got to get the Deezer mentioned in there, man. We always got to get the Deezer mentioned in there. Um, Like, follow, subscribe, all the good stuff on socials like that for Motor One so we can keep doing this, so we can keep rambling about cars along with all the ramblers out there. We have... An episode for today. Yeah, um, I, so, I think it's going to feel a little different. Why don't you explain it, Bruce? Yeah, so uh, it is in terms of car debuts, it's a very light week. In terms of car news, some, there's some really cool stuff happening. Mm-hmm. So we're going to show some movie trailers this time, and we talked to some people, and we figured the best way to do it is I'm going to mute the actual audio. 
I'm right. going to turn closed captions on and Smith and I are going to be talking over them and talking about the, you know, what we're seeing and what's going on from what we understand. That's the best way for uh, YouTube not to kill this episode. However, right. anyone watching live, you're going to be fine. It's just the you're archive in. that might get uh, messed up. So and if you're watching live, you got to give us some feedback on these trailers too, because I mean, we were, exactly. we, we had just three just in the last week. And then just, yes. just before the show, we were like, oh, well, you know, what about, well, we'll just say, what about Transformers? That's coming out this year too. So mm -hmm. that's four, four big car things that we have to talk about from Hollywood. But before we get to Hollywood, let's get to Detroit and talk about the 2024 GMC Sierra 2500 HD AT4X. For some reason, I have to say this, for and and please chime in, everybody that's listening right now, chime in if you have the same trouble as I do. I keep wanting to say ATX4, and it's AT4X, and I don't. Is that just me where I want to put the X before the four? Is that is that just a weird me thing? Because I have to fight myself constantly when I'm writing and when I'm talking. I will bet a thousand dollars. I will say. ATX4 at some point in this broadcast, not, not a, including the time, you know, just five seconds ago when I said it. Right. Now, I don't get th that's not one of my little writing foibles there. I, I I can almost guarantee to you I will never spell Dihatsu right to right now. I don't know if it's D-I-A. Yeah, D-I-A or D-A-I. I get it wrong every time. So we all have our little things. Dude, I've been writing professionally for 30 years i still can't spell massachusetts <laughs> but anyway, it up. let's get into the truck Any, anyways truck for anyone who follows the show or for anyone who follows truck news this is going to sound really really familiar really quickly because this truck is in very very large part the um uh the chevrolet silverado 2500 hd uh, what did they call it uh Hold on. The, the the equivalent. I, I can't remember exactly the branding, but I mean it's it's the same deal. ZR2, um, the Silverado yeah, 2500 oh God, HD ZR2. Why why couldn't I think ZR2? I'm, because I'm I'm trying to make sure I don't say ATX4 instead of AT4X. That's why I couldn't think of it. But it's it yeah, you're right, Bruce. It's pretty much the same deal just for GMC. Um GMC, they do make a big deal in saying that this is the first time they've had a really kind of aggressive hardcore off-roader in their HD lineup. And it's true. Um, it does get an inch and a half suspension lift. Um, it has extra skid plates underneath. It has just a, just some, some neat beefy upgrades to, to give it a little bit more, uh, you know, off-road chops. So it's got the, the DSSV Multimatic dampers underneath 35 yep. inch tires, new e-locking differential at the rear axle. Um, up front, they give it new upper and lower control arms with upgraded steering knuckles just to just to make sure it's it's a little more capable off road. Because, I mean, this is an HD truck. This is I mean, this isn't a small machine. It, no. This is this is a big rig in every sense of, of the word. And it's made even bigger. And if that's still not enough. OK, I was hoping you're getting there. there there's the AEV edition, which adds more skid plates. Steel bumpers front and rear with a built-in winch up front. It has special wheels that just give it uh, a little bit meaner of a look. They're 18-inch wheels. Special badging. 
Um, you get the nice, what they call obsidian rush interior with well, leather, massaging say- seats, luxury features, but it's still yeah. a hardcore off-roader. It is, but we should say that that interior is one of the big things that sets this apart from the Silverado right. that uh, you don't get things like the really nice leather. I'm pretty sure you don't get massaging seats in this version of the Silverado. It's not quite as nice inside. You know, they're both, they're siblings. They're, uh, they mm-hmm. share a lot. But when you go to the GMC, you get a little bit nicer of a truck in terms of, you know, kind of touch points and mm-hmm. things like that. That's kind of the major selling point. Right. And that's par for the course. Um, if you want, totally. if you want the slightly more luxurious truck, uh, from GM stable, you go to the GMC, not that the Silverado doesn't have a lot to offer. The GMC no. is going to offer a little bit more. Um, I mean, under the hood, everything is still the same. And if you remember from when the 2024 Sierra HD debuted back in October, do you remember Bruce? Because you wrote the, you wrote the original debut article. And I was in the, uh, the backgrounder. What's the question yeah, though? That, that's right. No, I was, I was just pointing out if, if you remember the, the engines are still the same. There's the 6.6 yeah. Duramax V8, uh, turbo diesel up to 470 horsepower, 975 pound feet of torque torque. And there's also the 6.6 gas V8 that makes 401 horsepower, 464 pound feet of torque. Both are connected to an Allison 10 speed automatic. Um, so that much at least doesn't change. GMC does. They did emphasize that a few times in their press release. You could tow up to 18,500 pounds with this uh, truck if you are so inclined. And I love some of the press photos they give. It's like, you, you know, here's the AEV edition massive truck it can tow 18,500 pounds and it's got this relatively little small like off-road camper that it's towing uh, but i mean it's they're they're presenting this as you know a machine that you're really going to take to the back of beyond yeah and i want to ted adam green commented these look like they could be called after the end of the world additions definitely good for surviving the zombie apocalypse and style you're <laughs> right ted but i'm only going to disagree with you because you're going to have to be able to find fuel for the thing. And these HD trucks, they're, they're thirsty. They, they, they are a bit thirsty. Um, but yeah, uh, I but mean, wait, that's... wait, I like what Groove by FBC says, surviving the zombies with a butt massage, true luxury. Well, yeah. maybe if the zombies sit in the massaging seats, maybe, I mean, everybody's like, we need to find a cure, you know, trying to come up with something to inject them with. To ter- maybe they just need a butt massage, man. Maybe they do. Maybe that's Maybe been the that's secret, the secret all secret along. No one's just, tried. Just, just give Yeah. Have you tried it? I don't think so. Don't don't no. try. Don't try giving zombies butt massages. That's that's probably a bad idea. That's our public service announcement for the day. But uh, to jump back to Ted's point, um, I, I think it goes without saying automakers are doing their best to make their trucks. And we're even seeing it now with some of the larger SUVs. We're about more, to see it in the next truck we're talking about. More rugged, more badass, more just just more in your face, girl. That's really kind of what the AE the AEV edition is about. Um, the wheels, I mean the 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 standard uh, the, the standard AT four X. I have to stop myself now, consciously to do it. The the AT four X. I mean, it's just as capable. The AEV. I mean, the the main the main thing that sticks out there are those wheels between you and me and, and well, everybody that's listening, I don't really like, I don't really like those wheels. 
and, and group group FBC. Another another great service announcement. Top do tip. not Google. Do not Google giving zombie a butt massage. Nope. Sounds like a good nope, message. Nope. Nope. Turn on all the parental controls. And well, and and walk away. Smith, I know you you have a little bit of a time crunch tonight, so I wanted to keep us moving and talking about the we, other we can, truck we can, or what we can it. talk about the other truck, and that is the fact that Toyota and. I, once it debuts, I hope whoever attends our debut event asks them why, have been sending us teaser after teaser after teaser for the new Toyota Tacoma. Um, I'm uh, at, uh, I'm I'm counting up right now. I'm at seven. Um, just I'm in at eight. The, just, just in the last um, seven and just about the last month, maybe a little bit longer. Eight, if you include um a what's being considered a leak um where you you sort of had a look at the truck in silhouette i think it leaked out before it was supposed to be teased um so so that takes me up to yeah takes me up to eight that's still a teaser image maybe it's a teaser image that came out early but that tells you yeah that's not like a real image of, well, it is a real image of the truck, but it's not an image of the truck that lets you know what the truck looks like. I mean, it's, um, it's a, it's a, well, truck. Yeah. It's a silhouette I mean, we, of a, I mean, we can see there are four doors. You can't see the doors, but unless those are two really big doors, I mean, I mean you know, it's going to be like a crew cab setup with a shortish box. Um, and Oh, by the way, if, if you somehow missed it, the actual design leaked like back in what January, February. Yes. Um, to- Toyota even made fun of that leak in one of their teasers. Um, it was like a design patent thing from Brazil that uh, that an image got out, and uh, I mean that's how the truck looks in in Brazil. Can you say one hundred percent that's how it's going to look in other markets? No, because nothing's official, but it's most likely how it's going to look in other markets as well. Maybe with some, just some little small styling changes here and there, little trim changes. Well, Um, I wanted to bring this up because it, it fits perfectly with what we were talking about with the AT four X. And that is that there's going to be a new trail hunter version of the Tacoma. And that's going to sit even above the TRD versions that we know are coming because we have, I can show you the TRD pros tailgate here in just a moment, but the trail hunter (laughs) is going to be, the top of the heap. Um, and again, it goes to what we were saying is that automakers, they know just the marketing message works that people want these even more rugged, like, you know, Toyota has had TRD versions of its trucks for ages and ages, decades. And mm-hmm. now they're like, okay, we need, we need to top ourselves. What can we do? The trail hunter. It hunts trails. Well, and and that was a name that I, if I remember correctly, popped up last year. Um, and it's designed to be a machine, a, a vehicle focused more on the overlanding crowd. Um, so, you know, exactly how capable it's going to be. We don't. Well, I, mean, I mean, yeah, that's that'll that'll be revealed uh, when, when the truck debuts. But uh, based on what we've seen on on previous reports for Trail Hunter, yeah, you're going to have a little bit more ground clearance, a little bit better bite with the tires. Um, we see red recovery hooks sticking out the front and the back, which, yeah, I, I guess that's the thing now. You put right. your red and recovery ARB on logos, your... which means, yep. what, maybe ARB locking diffs, maybe an ARB uh, auxiliary air system, mm-hmm. 
ARB makes all sorts of equipment like that. And clearly Toyota's working with them on this. Yeah. I mean, Toyota says built from the ground up with off-roading and overlanding in mind. Um, I mean, it, it, that's Toyota's official official place on that. Yep. Um, but I mean, we're, we're still talking about the D- Tacoma. I don't think they I don't think they've built the Tacoma um, necessarily from the ground up to, you know, tackle mountains. But the the Trail Hunter is designed to be more of, a, of an off road focused vehicle. Yeah. Uh, but that's speaking just speaking of which there's that's just one teaser. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've shown two so far. The hero up. I don't think we're going to show all eight because that's overkill. Let's let's overkill. let's show. Hey, hey, let's let's go through all eight. This one okay. is interesting. We're looking at the teaser uh, where of just the tailgate. It's a picture of the tailgate. There's but some you dirt also flying up behind the tailgate. On the That's that could be a big deal because yeah. because we're seeing okay TRD Pro. Hey, there's going to be a, a Tacoma TRD. Well, I mean that was that was pretty much guaranteed. Um, but that badge on the lower corner says iForce Max. Now iForce Max is their twin turbo V6 hybrid powertrain. It is. I, I, I am still. I'm still would be very surprised if they put the same engine in as the Tundra into this. Mm-hmm. It it would shock me. I'm not saying they're not going to do it, but I wonder if this is a hybrid. You know, maybe a four cylinder rather than a, a V6 a, or something. A new. Like that. Well, and that's where the mystery, and that's probably worth a little bit of discussion here. So, all the ramblers out there listening, jump into your comments here and chime in. Uh, I mean, right now we only know the iForce Max, like I said, as as the twin turbo V6 hybrid. Um, in the Tundra, we have the badge here. Could they do the V6 twin turbo hybrid in the Taco? I mean, I if you, I don't. It seems it it doesn't seem likely to me that they would do that and then keep the power level the same as the Tundra. So if it is the V6 still, I would expect a lower output. Um, then again, if you wanted to, if you wanted to make a really, a really cool ass, moderately small truck, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, and it would be a shot over the bow of you know your Ranger Raptor, which we don't you know have quite yet, but we kind of pretty sure is coming. You know things mm-hmm. like that. That you know. Yeah, well, Ranger Raptor, Ranger Raptor is going by memory here, um, and we know my memory is notoriously bad. Is, isn't isn't the new Ranger Raptor around four hundred? I think in in I certain markets. I, I I can't remember. I to be totally honest with you, but I can say so. The iForce Max, the hybrid twin turbo V6 that is in the Tundra, makes four hundred and thirty seven horsepower, five hundred eighty three pound feet of torque. That just seems that seems like too much for the Tacoma. I, I don't know why I just put that weird emphasis on those words, <laughs> on those syllables, but it, it seems like too much, but maybe Toyota will surprise us. I don't know. Well, group is group is coming oh. in and saying, yeah, approximately 400 horse. Um, I know it's, I know it's lower in some markets. I think, I think the UK might be lower, but then in some, in other markets, it's going to be up. So, I mean, that's probably what it will be um, in the United States as well. Um, I don't know. The more I think about it, if you wanted to make an aggressive competitor to Ranger Raptor, going with a V6 with that hybrid 
and just toning yeah. it down a little bit, you're right there. But there could also be a new four-cylinder iForce Max hybrid system. This is just part of the mystery of the Tacoma that we have right now that we're going to have to wait and see. Um, Bruce, do you have the teaser oh, ready? Sorry. I... Oh, no, you read my mind. That's the oh, next perfect. teaser that I wanted to go to. Good. Um, this Because this just came out, uh, what, a couple days two ago? Two days ago? Yesterday, two days ago? Two, two days ago. Hey, yesterday. The, there's, there's a manual transmission coming back to the Tacoma. Um, yep. Most likely a, a six-speed. Um, the teaser is just three pedals. Yeah, that's this is the teaser image, folks. So <laughs> you now but, know as much as we do. <laughs> but I'm glad you I'm glad you jumped over to this one because we're sitting here talking about um, the possibility of having that 400 horse in a Tacoma with an iForce Max hybrid powertrain, and then we come back here with a manual transmission. Um, I'm going to throw it back a few years. Who here remembers the Toyota X Runner, the the Tacoma X Runner? I hate that thing was so tacky. I know you like it. it I know it, it, it was a little a photo. It, it was a little tacky, but it was a cool little street truck. They didn't they didn't really give it any power boost, but it oh. it sat it sat low, and you could get it with a six speed manual. And I think it just had it had some fun street cred to it. Um, if, if Toyota wanted to go that route, I mean, we know it's going to have a manual. We know it's going to have an iForce max hybrid, whatever power output that's going to be. Could we, could we get the two together for a new X runner? I mean, we've heard nothing, nothing. I just want to make it clear. We've heard nothing on that front at all. Um, and the way things are going in the truck world, people want off road. They don't want on road, but I just, when I saw the the manual transmission Tacoma teaser, I immediately jumped to the X Runner. Like Bruce said, I I kind of like the truck, and maybe I'm weird I, on that front. No, I don't think you're weird. It's, I think it just doesn't necessarily. The mini truck thing has never appealed to me. But as we were talking about in our in our Motor One chat, mini truck that fad that kind of between like 1990 and 1995, I feel like it's heyday. It's getting old enough now that I wonder if it's going to circle back and we're going to get there again. I don't necessarily know that I want that to happen because I don't like them, but I could see it happening just out of nostalgia that we could see people building mini trucks again. I mean, I love that idea because I am more interested in on-road as opposed to Mm off-road, but I just, I just... I don't think I don't think the trends are there. I don't think the numbers okay. are there. I, I think more people. I think buyers are more interested in going off road. Okay, fair enough. But but hey, everybody that's listening out there, if you're listening live, chime in, give us a comment, let us know what you think. Hey, there, I I just said and it's if, not my thing. I just I wouldn't be shocked if there's enough enough nostalgia for it for people of roughly our generation that if an automaker came out with an interesting mini truck or a a truck inspired by the nineties mini trucks, whether that wouldn't be a success. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, I, I, I don't know if, if we can, I think a debut, I'll just say, I think a debut is coming up pretty soon. So I don't think we'll have too much longer to wait. Uh, Hopefully get some of these answers. Here's another teaser. Um, It's going to have a removable speaker. Yep. 
removable Bluetooth speaker. So, you know, it, you can see in the images that we've got, uh, we're showing here, it fits into a little cubby on the dashboard, but it's Bluetooth. So you can remove it and, you know, you're partying, you're tailgating, you're, you know, got a little campfire going, whatever. You can pull it out and listen to it outside the truck. Which, I mean, w when I first saw this teaser, I was like, it's, it, I mean, are they like struggling to find stuff to talk about for the Tacoma? But the more I think about they're it, they're clearly not. They've got eight teasers, and I think there are more to come. So, no, <laughs> they're they are not yeah, struggling. Yeah, they're, about they're, 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 there are more to come. Um, I thought this one was kind of silly, but the more I think about it, the more it feels like one of those why didn't they think of it sooner ideas? Because I mean, Bluetooth tech has been around for a while. Yeah. Um, little speaker, pop it out, set it up, you know, outside. And as I was looking at that, and then as I mulled it over after I got over the shock of, wow, they're really teasing a speaker for their truck. <laughs> um, it dawned on me. Well, let's see. I've got a portable Bluetooth speaker sitting out in the garage. I have another portable Bluetooth speaker sitting out in my shop. So as I'm carrying my phone around, if I want to listen to something, I got the speaker right there to listen to. Okay. We put it, we put it in a vehicle. And now we have the tunes wherever we, we want to go. If we're, like you said, Bruce tailgating, something like that. So we know it's going to have a removable Bluetooth speaker. We and know. I, I want to add real quick. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of vehicles already have Bluetooth connections. Like, right. That's, that's not an uncommon feature. So basically Toyota, I, I would assume Toyota looked at that and said, Hey, Bluetooth speakers are a thing. Our car is already, it's already set up to hook up with Bluetooth. Why don't we just make the speaker removable and, you're doing something you put it wherever you want that, yeah. that it's a very simple idea but it's also a very clever idea simple and clever um two things that usually usually end up going in a good direction yeah will it will it help tacoma sales i don't know but it's certainly a neat feature to have it'd be a neat gimmick you know it's something you can show off to your buddies like, yeah. hey, I bought this new truck. And they'll be like, oh, what can it do? And you show them everything. And then you finally get to, oh, and it's got this removable speaker. Uh, group, yep, very good. Group That's FBC good. says Rivians have removable Bluetooth speakers. I did not know this. So thank you for sharing that little bit of information. Um, I haven't had a chance to be around Rivians, but good call there. Yeah. And, and now we're looking at... The yeah, Tacoma is going to be a far less expensive vehicle than a Rivian R1T right. is. So it exposes that to, you know, a different group of buyers. So for sure. Um, yet another oh, Toyota Tacoma teaser. This one showing it. Hey, we have wheels and tires and right. Fox shocks. And We're it also ready to go off which road. Is all kind of equipment on the current TRD. So basically they're, you know. Well, doubling down on what they already have. One thing that I picked out actually from, um, I forget where exactly I got it. I didn't pick it up on my own. I think I picked it up um, in some comments on Toyota social media pages. Cause when we're doing these teasers, I like to try to go through some of the social pages just to sure. see if I can get a one, just get a vibe for what the, the general feedback is. And I'm sure Toyota's doing the same. And two, you never know if there might be like, some disgruntled guy that works the, at the Toyota factory that might have something to say. So it's always a good, you know, not a bad idea to, to go through and, and see what's going on. And somebody mentioned that, Hey, those are disc brakes back there. I didn't realize that Tacoma was still running drum brakes. And those are you disc know, brakes. Now. I didn't know that it still had rear drums either. 
And I mean, yeah, I once I saw that, I was like, no. And I looked it up in the configurator, um, and I looked it up on the website, and yeah, there there were still drum brakes on the uh, on the back of the Tacoma. So next gen model, at least at least on the TRD, disc brakes yeah. all around. So I mean, that's I don't know if Toyota intended to to show that feature here. But it was something that was picked up on by quite a few people in social media. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So just well, let's get on to the potentially dangerous portion of the show, <laughs> or at least for, dangerous for us, for everyone else watching. It's just fun. But Danger is my middle name. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, it was a bad again, folks, at this point. No, it's not that. It's just that. At this point, the archive might be dead. If you are watching later, I'm trying my absolute hardest to keep this keep this train on the tracks. But we're going to see. It's the first time we've done this. If it works, we'll do it some more. If it doesn't work, we'll never do it again. So so uh, let's but Bobby, before we just just run out the videos here, I mean, let's let's tell people. Oh, no, what no, we're no, looking no, yeah. At here. Yeah. Um, so, so go ahead. Yeah. So we are going to talk about. um the trailer, the latest trailer for Fast X came out, uh, Fast and Furious 10. The first teaser trailer for the Twisted Metal TV series that's going to be on Peacock came out. Um, the first real trailer, uh, we saw a, a kind of, no, it wasn't even a teaser. It was just like a teaser image before, actually. It, it was, it was uh, like for, a teaser and a mention, hey, this is coming. Right, for the Gran Turismo movie. And then the first real trailer for Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Well, uh, we've 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 seen a few. Uh, um, the, the the latest one did we? Uh, yeah, yeah. There I'm was. Sorry, there was, I am not a tra- there, there as was much well of a Transformers fan. I I I I hate Transformers. I hate I have nothing to do with them. <laughs> what what's whatsoever? That's Voltron behind me. By the way, I moved my Transformers to the other case. Um, no, no. The um, we had a Transformers trailer that's like a couple weeks old now. Um, okay, that came out. Maybe it- there, there was there was one before that. I think it was a little bit shorter, but that's where we got the. Uh, I I remember that one. Oh, clearly there was because, the Super Bowl teaser with the Porsche. Yeah, that's that's yeah, where we learned that okay. that that the Porsche isn't jazz; it's Mirage. And I okay. I threw a little bit of a temper tantrum because jazz should be the Porsche. Mirage was the uh, was the F one car. But hey, you know what? I'm I'm over it. I'm past it. I'm gonna smile. Okay. I, I well, might even go and enjoy the movie. But but those are the four those are the four movies, well, three movies and a TV show that we're gonna talk about here. It was just kind of convenient timing that most of those trailers dropped at around the same time. And Bruce and I realized Yeah, they've all come out in the last seven days, not necessarily the past week in terms of calendar time, but in the past seven days, right. all three of these have come out. And, um and it's gonna be a it'll be an exciting month or an exciting summer for people that are you know, yeah. into cars and flicks. So let's let's take Which, a look at some of these in case you missed them. Let's take a look. I've got them all queued up here, Smith. I'm going to let you pick which you want to do first. I kinda... let's, let, let's go with Twisted Metal. Okay. That's that's not was not going to be my first pick. <laughs> let me give a little bit of background for those that, that are wondering, okay, aside from this being about some kind of, you know, what's the significance um, for for the gamers out there, if you remember back in the mid '90s, I, if I remember correctly, it was a series on the PlayStation. It was. Um, it, was it, it was. It was a Twisted Metal. It was a series Here, of. Let games. me play this, and you and I can talk over it because that'll be, actually work the best. Okay. Well, it, it's it's a 
it was a series of games, really like a demolition derby, but with guns, guns and yeah. bombs and missiles and things, and you could blow up other cars. And yeah. it got kind of a it, it got a pretty good following. I think Twisted Metal Two was probably the the peak of the series. Um, there so, were a wait, range I, of different cars that you could get, but I think most I, people I, remember you could get the little the weird ice cream truck. I, wait, I want to. I want us to comment over this while we're doing it, real quick. You're 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 oh, absolutely okay. right on everything here. Um, so we've got Subaru WRX, which to as far as I know, have never been in the games, but I haven't played the most recent right. one. So yeah, maybe yeah, we're talking about the trailer too. By the way, right now we've got yes, a yes, Bug Eye yes. Rex uh, with Anthony Mackie starring yep. in the series. Yep. Um, and his character he is playing the song uh steal my sunshine by lem which is why i have this muted because it would just kill us <laughs> yeah. immediately it, it but he's us. got machine guns mounted to the front of it he's driving around and then um, the camera zooms out and you see this is a like like a post-apocalypse world and then right. we get the cut to las vegas which is destroyed and there we have the iconic twisted metal ice cream truck with the creepy clown guy inside that's where the yeah. teaser ends it's streaming on Peacock. This isn't going to be a movie. This is actually going to be a series of 10 half hour episodes. Right. Um, and they're billing it. I was looking it up on IMDb. They're billing it as something of a comedy. So it sounds like they're not going to take themselves. I've heard too it like seriously a, here. A dark com. I, to my mind, what I'm kind of expecting <laughs> is a little bit of Deadpool, a little bit of zombie land, that type, you know, could kind be. Of well, I mean, it's not going to be. I mean, it's not going to be a light comedy when you have cars with machine guns on them, right? Uh, um, but Anthony Mackie is the star. His character's name is John Doe, and the premise is he has to take some package of some sort across the country, uh, and this is in some post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. So he has a bug eye WRX with machine guns, and he's got a bunch of CDs. For the road trip, and it'll be uh, ten episodes, a half hour each. Yep. It it looks kind of neat. I'm I'm looking over at IMDb right now. Um, I I don't recognize many of these actors so that I are in it, except Nev Russ... Campbell. Nev Campbell oh, is in it. I she didn't plays. Know she, was in it. she plays Raven. Thomas Hayden Church, uh, who's who's a, a a veteran of of a lot of series. He's in it. Agent Stone, Will Arnett, Sweet Tooth. Um, so yes, the, Samoa Joe, the wrestler, is yep. playing the body of Sweet Tooth, and then Will Arnett is doing the voice, right? The voice. Yes, yeah. I believe that's correct. So it's odd that they're uh, it's, splitting it's, that up. But Sweet Tooth is the uh, Sweet Tooth is the ice cream truck. If, yeah, the big you, killer clown. If, if you then, couldn't, if you couldn't piece that one together. And then I am a fan of the podcast Doughboys, and one of the co-hosts of that, Mike Mitchell, he is on the show. I do not know who he is, but he has been talking about filming the show for oh, months that's cool. now. So that's cool, Bruce. Before yeah. we move on, um, here's yes, why sir. I picked this one. Do you remember from 2017? And all the listeners out there, anybody that remembers this show, please either comment or shoot us an email: podcast at motorone.com. Help because I fell in love with this show in a way that I seldom f- fall in love with anything. It was a show on sci-fi called Blood Drive. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Never heard of it. We actually wrote an article um, because it, it looks it looks so strange back then. It's like, okay, the show on sci-fi is called Blood Drive. It's about cars that run on blood. And they have to be fed humans. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was definitely a dark comedy. It was like a a, a dark comedy grindhouse kind of thing that okay. aired on Sci-Fi. They had one season, and uh, I wrote I wrote an article on just the the previews for that show, and I was like, this looks pretty bizarre. So I watched the first episode, and I loved it. It was like this weird kind of post-apocalypse steampunk grindhouse thing it was just it was off the rails never and I, saw it never even heard of it huh. i don't even i don't even think you can get <laughs> i don't even think there are episodes like anywhere on youtube or anything because i've been trying i i will buy the series if it comes out i will buy the series um it's got uh i, I can't remember the, the various actors that were in it but it was it was okay. a weird it was just a weird story. Um, the, the 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 two stars. The the guy was a police officer um, who was trying to stop these people that were that were they were basically doing this illegal race, or, or they were feeding people to their car. Like I said, that's how some of these cars work. Okay. But then, but then he got caught up in this race uh, with this woman who was trying to, and she had a badass Camaro, by the way a badass first gen Camaro that yes, she, she fed people to, to keep it running. Um, she was trying to win this race to get at like, like one of the ringleaders and his name was the character's name was Julian slink. One of the coolest bad guys I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, for the guy who needs to like, was trying to keep the show short and said, Hey, I got to leave early tonight. I'm, I'm rambling. A you little have bit. just talked more about what is it? Blood drive than blood anyone drive. has ever spoken about it in the history of the internet. Blood drive. It was on sci-fi. I just wanted to say that this twisted metal show, I get a little bit of that vibe. And if, if okay. you could float me like another 30 seconds here. Sure, if man. Can, if, if you can float me another 30 for seconds, blood drive fans out there, this for is your some re- for some reason, it's still years for this. It still it's... shows up on sci fi's channel. Well, it has a show blood drive. You know, the yeah, the latest news is like, yeah, six, seven years old. You know, 27. <laughs> yeah, six years old. The latest news is why are you here? Don't you have something better to do? 
but I mean, it was looking up blood drive. It was, it was just a cool show. I think twisted metal gives me a little bit of that vibe and I'm really excited okay. to watch it. I'm really excited to see what it's about. Let's talk about some of the movies now. Let, okay. Let's talk about an actual movie that's coming up. Let's talk about Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the official trailer for that. Um, we had, just had some like very 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 slight teasery stuff about it again we're muted here this is the story of lucas ordonez who is a real person it, it wait it, no it's john Marborough. sorry right yes 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 sorry i apologize lucas ordonez and Mar- john Marborough, they both were early winners in uh the gran turismo gt academy this is about jan um mm. he's a kid he's obsessed with cars he plays Gran Turismo a lot, and he finds out that there is the GT Academy event and mm-hmm. enters it and becomes an actual race car driver. Um, and so we've got, uh, uh, what's his name? Haber. Help me out. Uh, what, what's the actor? What the, the guy from Stranger Things, Smith. You're, I, I, oh, I got oh, the trailer oh. up here. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Give, give me, give me just a moment. I, I'm, I'm, we got I'm a, kind of blank. Anyway, I was, wa- I was watching the teaser trailer. Sorry. Um, um, David Harbor. Is it hard? I always pr- thought it was pronounced Haber. Anyway, David Harbor. We've got, um, uh, Orlando yes, from Bloom. Stranger Things, Orlando Bloom. Yes. Um, yep. yeah. And a and whole lot of automotive, a whole lot of racing. Like this a is a lot of racing. There'll be, there should be a lot of just really good action. Um, has such, I mean, this is based on a true story. Um, yes. the, the people that we're talking about are real. Um, they, I mean, I, I think the, I think the movie is going to take some creative liberties among other things. It's based in the present day. And, uh, and when Jan Marlborough won this, I think that was back in 2011. Sounds right. Um, and, and it just is... showed up there. Director is Neil Blomkamp, who is someone who's most famous for doing sci-fi. He, mm-hmm. you know, he's, um, the name of his most famous one is sadly uh, just out of my head right now as I watch this. But yeah, essentially, he goes from being someone who sim races to becoming a real race driver. Mm-hmm. And that's the story. And, and I mean, they're packing they're packing a lot of drama into it. Um, I mean, there's there's the scene in the in the trailer where, um, you know, the, the guys the guys working with the, the Nissan team are like, you seriously want me to take gamers and make them racers? It'll tear them to pieces. You know, just a, right. a, a lot of drama like that. Um, it talks. It, I love how it the trailer flashes to like these this these pair of gold Lamborghinis, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then gold wrapped the, Lamborghinis. <laughs> and, and there's apparently you know the 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 driver for one of those cars. The it's it's kind of billing them as the as the traditional bad guy. All the those are the bad guys that you got to look out for. I hope they don't. I hope they don't fall in into too deeply into kind of that cliched kind Agreed. of field. Do, do you know, know what I'm talking about? I know I think exactly this has, what you're talking about. I think this has potential to be a, a really good movie, especially if you love cars and especially if you do some gaming, whether it's on a high level or a low level. I mean, I, Hey, I've, I've, I've got my sim racing cockpits that I've built over the years. I've got another one that I'm working on right now. I certainly enjoy doing that. Um, is it completely different from driving in the real world? Yes, I've I've driven on tracks in the real world. It's very different, but they're both enjoyable experiences at the same time. I think it's an interesting story to tell. Watching the trailer, especially when they bring out the gold Lamborghinis, that part just kind of sticks out. It's like, 
do you have do you have to make it do you have to make it that way? I mean, do, See, do you have I'm to fine with that? It, do you it, have to set it up so so clearly where it's like, okay, here's here's the young outsider who's just trying to to strive forward and have a chance, while the established people are gonna humiliate him and make fun of him, and it's just, it's just like, don't 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 be that, you know? Don't, uh, I don't want that. Uh, okay, I don't want now it. you and I agree. It it feels like some of the acting is kind of turned up to eleven, where maybe it should be an eight. But again, it's a trailer. It's trying to build hype. You reserve judgment for these things, right? And I mean, uh, it's worth it's worth mentioning too. Uh, Nissan GT Academy went for like six or seven years. I mean, it, it wasn't like just a flash in the pan. Oh, here's this crazy idea. It went for several years, and there were several people that right. moved. That's on why to I got Jan Mardenborough and Lucas Ordonez yeah. confused. Is because they both found actual racing success they went from sim racers to real racers and had success yeah. like you know found podiums things like that were they the great were they the next michael schumacher no but without that program they probably never would have gotten to the track and they found success there so it's hard right you know and and it's not like it's not like guy. they went and it's not like they went right from a sim racing rig into a race car <laughs> no they, of course they, not. they they, they they went through like the, the you know the the driver training program. I mean, it, it was it was their foot in the door. Um, yep. And Ted Adam Green, you just had his comment up there. Uh, may, yep. Maybe we should be listening to Ted on this one. Gran Turismo looks like a whole lot of fun. Maybe maybe we just need to approach it as hey, let's just go and have a let's just enjoy a fun car movie, right? All right, Smith. For this next one, I gotta lean hard on you, buddy, because this is not my wheelhouse at all. Let's watch the Transformers trailer. Let's watch Transformers. Call out what you see, because I'm not gonna know any of it. Now I I haven't. I know some of it, but I I mean, I haven't. I haven't really done a lot of research. I'm not a huge fan of of the the later, you know, Bay trailers. I know this isn't Michael. This one's not Michael Bay. Um, it's it's basically it's combining G1 Transformers with Beast Wars and Beast Wars. That's out of my wheelhouse. I didn't watch any of Beast Wars. Oh, I actually Beast Wars, Beast Wars as a kid. Well, yeah. the, we're we're gonna have to tag team this one, man, because I don't know much about like Optimus Primal, you know, the the gorilla that transforms gorilla. into a robot. But from from what I gather here, there's a new threat to the world. It's Unicron who eats planets, if you remember from the G1 days. And they actually have Unicron that looks like Unicron from and we G1 say, Transformers in the 80s. This is set in 1994. So it set is set in 1994. Piece. It is a period piece. Um, we do get we do get to see some of the other Autobots in detail. Right now, we're looking at the at the Porsche 964 um, that is Mirage instead of Jazz. So we have we have Mirage there. We have Optimus Prime, who's, who's his in his classic Freightliner classic, cab over cat classic G1. Uh, cab over design. Uh, Bumblebee is back with the Camaro. Um, if you remember the previous movie, Bumblebee, he was the classic Volkswagen. At the end of that movie, he morphed into his Camaro mode. Um, and from there, I mean, we're getting we get images of Unicron, this big planet. I don't know exactly what role Decepticons have to play in this one yet. We haven't really seen that many interestingly um, enough what's so. what's what's curious when you go to imdb and you look up the cast 
Cyclonus is listed as a character in the movie. Cyclonus, you, wait, dude, you got yeah, you got to tell us who Cyclonus is because Cyclonus was a Decepticon um, towards the end of the the animated series. You know, the the first generation animated series. If you remember, after Transformers, the movie, the original one in '86, where they the marketing people killed off all the all the old robots so they could sell new ones. Cyclonus was one of the new ones. He was a main Decepticon, so he was a main bad guy. Okay. So his role with Unicron, don't know. Well, actually, maybe maybe we do know. Going back to my G1 Transformer knowledge, Unicron actually created Cyclonus, Scourge, the Sweeps, and Galvatron, who was made from Megatron. But now if, well, if you... Yes. If, if you know, careful, you opened up a can of worms with me now here, buddy. If you know, um, if you know the more recent movies, the, the Bay movies, okay, you'll know that they actually already talked about Unicron and they already talked about Galvatron. So, so exactly how this is going to weave into that universe, we don't know yet, but we do know lots of transforming robots, lots of cars. We did confirm this recent trailer. Nissan Skyline R33. We don't know who that's going to be yet. Uh, that's going to be some character in the movie because it does transform. Um, it does. RC, um, female Autobot, we see in this one, though she is a motorcycle here instead of a little convertible like she was in the G1 days. Okay. Well, I did open up a can of worms on this one. So <laughs> I think it's best to move on. But yes, yeah, no, I am being mean to Transformers. It's just I've... I saw the very first Michael Bay one. I didn't like it. And I haven't seen any of those movies since then. So I've uh, seen them just because it, I have a passing interest. Um, just like, just like the next franchise we're about to talk about the mo the more recent movies. I'm not a huge fan just because they, I feel like they just took way too many liberties and they, and they went in way too many different directions. Um, and also plot matters. And I feel like, <laughs> The, the whole goal there was, hey, let's just do some cool special effects and just have the dumbest plot possible with ridiculous acting. Yep. Um, not that the actors themselves were bad. I just don't I don't feel like they were given good material to work with. That's that's yep. my take. That's my right. take on the Bayformers. And yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, let's check out the latest trailer for uh, Fast X, the 10th Fast and the Furious film. We know there will be a Fast X 2 uh, because it's going to be a two parter. Um, mm -hmm. And this one is the most recent to come out. This will be out May 19th. So basically two weeks from yeah, now. Yeah, this this movie is almost upon us. And uh, right. this trailer, um, I said it in the article I wrote up today. It really focuses on relationships specifically with Dominic Toretto, of course, played by Vin Diesel, uh, Letty Ortiz, played by Michelle Rodriguez. Sure. They, yep. They've they've been they've been the star couple throughout the saga, except for the movies where Letty was dead and then <laughs> Dom's heart went to somebody else uh, right. for a little while. Um <laughs> enough of a heart to where he ultimately had a, a baby boy a child yeah so now they have now they have you know dom and letty are, are raising dom's child and uh, i'm sure if if you if you haven't heard about the movie um i'll just i'll give you a quick synopsis the son of the bad guy from fast five 
is back and he's right. angry because Dom and his family killed his dad. And so he's, he's played he's by Jason go. Momoa, who has paid, like the by perfect Jason like villain uh goatee. Like it, it yep. He just has like the most strokeable goatee ever. <laughs> We're about to see it here. Yeah. Um and I, I I saw a little behind the scenes uh, uh an interview with him where he was talking about wait his chance to play this character. Uh oh. I'm gonna pause it here. Look at that. That is like <laughs> he just looks like a smarmy villain. He, he 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 does. He looks very villainous. Um he, he said he had a lot of fun with the role. Uh he hadn't played a villain in a while, he said, and it, he just kind of wanted to be the opposite of Dom, where Dom is generally pretty reserved, doesn't really crack many jokes, pretty straight lace, pretty straightforward, just straightforward badass. Momoa's character is just like he he sings, he he wants to have fun with everything, and right. you kind of get that vibe. So it I'm could gonna be... back this up here just a second. So we're uh, mm-hmm. one thing this trailer shows is a bit more of the fight scene between Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize Theron, and I that is something I actually look forward to in this movie because Charlize Theron is in Atomic Blonde, which is probably my favorite action movie of the 2010s. I think, yeah, I can say that safely. I I, I like it a lot. Um, And so I look forward to, you know, she is a good dramatic actress, but she is also a fantastic action actress. Oh yeah, um, for sure. And then of course it's fast and fury. So of course you have to have a black charger falling out of an airplane. I think that I think that became contractual in like fast five or fast four, one of those. So yeah, there's I mean, there are still lots, there's still plenty of bonkers, crazy car stunts. Driving a charger out of a cargo plane that's flying, a jet-powered cargo plane that's flying. So knowing what I know about aircraft, that cargo plane is probably doing at least 300, 350 miles an hour. Which, okay, you open up the rear door. Hey, they can do that. You drive the charger out like 20 feet or 50 feet off the ground. Okay, that's pretty low for the big cargo plane. It lands on the SUVs, flips them, and then presumably drives away. I mean, flying a a Fiero to space, I could believe. Sure. <laughs> crickets there that, sure. that was supposed that was supposed to be sarcasm no well it's it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be every bit as as, as over the top as and, and over the top um one I mean, thing what, i noticed fast five they have like the plane that takes like three miles to take off that was that was someone... that was six that was six i'm sorry that, that's, okay. that's when they really started to stretch it um i mean okay. we, hey, we we've got some time here i my take on the fast saga I saw the first one. I'm old enough to to I, remember going to see the first one in the theater, driving there in a tourist show, ready to street race everybody after the movie. <laughs> we got to share this comment from group. Why are you Smith, why are you trying to, to apply logic and science to Fast and Furious? Because tonight this drink is only water. That's why. Wow. Um, you mentioned they took a Fiero into space. Like at that point, all bets are they, it might as well have time travel now. I mean, I, I watched the first one. The second one just seemed a little silly. It took me. A, I didn't watch Tokyo Drift um, until like probably three or four years after it came out. And, and I wasn't really into that because, OK, it was just telling a completely different story with different characters. Um, 
when Fast and Furious came out, that was the fourth one. Okay, now now they've got Paul Walker and Vin Diesel back. You know, we'll see what it's about. And, and that was a pretty good movie. I think Fast Five is probably maybe the the peak of the series. I thought Fast Five was just a thoroughly enjoyable movie from all aspects. Realistic? No, not really. You've got two Dodge Chargers pulling pu- pulling this heavy bank vault all across a city. You know, no, it's not not super realistic. But but just a really good cast of characters, a really good movie overall. I enjoyed Fast Six as well. Um, yeah, you had that long ass runway that was just going forever, and then they killed Giselle, which I. I'm a big fan of Gal Gadot. So they killed Giselle. Um, fast Everyone says seven, she's coming back. Everyone says they're the, going to the, get her the, back. The rumors, well, pretty much everybody that's died at this point has came back, <laughs> including <laughs> Letty. So so you got Fast 7, and I enjoyed Fast 7 too. Um, it had a really emotional ending, obviously, because the, um, the movie came out after Paul Walker had, had passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, okay, that's a, that's a good place to stop. The, the series as a good place to stop the saga. Uh, but then here comes fast eight and it was all right, but I own fast, the original up through seven. I went out and bought them on, on Blu-ray. I enjoy it. I haven't bought eight or I haven't bought nine. So, I mean, that kind of, maybe that kind of tells you things just, uh, it's just, it, it's, it's, I'll go see the movie because it's cars um, and it's action. And I'm interested in to see where these characters go, but I, I definitely think it's past its peak and I'm, I'll just segue one last thing. Um, Cause I watched this trailer a few times. There are a lot of flashbacks in this trailer. In that there specific are, trailer, it's almost all flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the most recent trailer. And I think that might be telling on, on a lower level. Um, I How think so? they're good. I, I think, I think maybe they will look to dial, dial some of the extravagance back some i don't know not judging by the way Jason I, I mean i mean you can't get bigger you can't get bigger than flying a fiero to space uh but i but it, they might try to dial it back a little bit and i also feel like they're really gonna try to pull on some nostalgic heartstrings sure so that that could make it that could make it a little bit better than uh than eight i think eight eight was just the low point for me now i think nine well no eight and nine are kind of right there in the yeah range for me but hey, everybody, what do you think? Comment right now if you're listening on Motor One Com on YouTube, Motor One Com Twitter, Motor One on, sorry, Motor One YouTube, Motor One Com Facebook, Motor One Com Twitter. And if you're catching us after the fact, email us podcast at motorone.com. Let us know what you think on the Fast Saga. So, Smith, you have to leave in about 15 minutes ish. Yeah, and that's, we, got, we got a little bit of time here. Yeah. So it's time to play a game. And here's what we're going to do. My mother-in-law is into genealogy, and her father also saved a lot of documents from the family. So I'm gonna—I got to cover up some numbers oh here. Boy. I have uh, copies of the cars that her grandfather purchased. So it'd be my wife's great-grandfather, and so I have okay, most so of this the cars that he what? bought in the 1930s. 1930s. Oh wow. Yes. Okay. Okay, and, um, and and just for the record, everybody listening, you can partake in this quiz too. Yes, and that's what I want. I, I I'm going to ask these questions, and I you are free to comment, and I will throw those comments up on the screen. I just thought it would be a fun little game to play because, you know, 
these cars are so old and we forget sometimes what cars cost back in the day. What, you know, what this people a, were actually buying. This was a norm. This, this was not a wealthy family. This was just a normal person buying cars. Almost a hundred years ago. Man. Almost. Yep. So, Time. It's a thing. Uh, I'm going to fold this so let's, slightly. Let's get the quiz going. We are at St. Clair Oldsmobile in Cleveland, Ohio. And it's the 1930s. Okay. Dated July 14th, 1934. Mr. Horace Hamilton is buying himself a 1934 Oldsmobile F-34 Touring Coupe in black. And because I prepared for this, Uh I can show you what that car looks like. Uh Oh, Bruce, Bruce prepared a 1934 Olds Touring Coupe. Let, let's nope. hear let's let's hear let's hear and see some uh some thoughts so, on prices from people so that is the Before original I in. brochure uh and I, I will read the the text your oldsmobile six so that's the thing so the f models had the inline six the l models had an inline eight so this had the smaller engine but body styles were generally the same between them so you could get either an inline six or an inline eight depending but it's a coupe, so it's two doors, but has room for five passengers. Mm-hmm. And I will read the, co- the the copy here while we're waiting people to come on. Just picture yourself yourself stowing your golf sticks. Yes, golf sticks and luggage into the <laughs> trunk of this smart motor car, starting out on a long, happy tour. The trunk built into the body can never squeak <laughs> a rattle, and it accentuates the long, aerodynamic lines of the car. A tail light is mounted on either side of the trunk. Either side, two of them, two. The body is longer and provides plenty of leg room, both for front, both in the front and rear compartments. As in all Oldsmobile sixes, the driver's seat can be moved forward and back in an instant. So it doesn't go forward and stay; it can go forward and back. Okay, it can move forward back in an instant to the most comfortable position for the individual driver. So. I will also tell you this. Wait, 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 wait. No CarPlay? No, no CarPlay. No CarPlay, damn it. But it's got two taillights. You, you got to see the comment, Group FBC. Recognizing that the uh, 1934 things were still pretty rough in America at that point. We're talking about the Dust Bowl, um, you know, post, you know, post the 29 crash. So the price, three bags of potatoes plus four <laughs> onions for adjusted dealer markup. Well, I will tell you this. <laughs> Horace, he bought two options with his car. Okay. He bought safety glass and okay. bumper guards. Okay. So so do you want to know do you want to know total price? I want you to I want you to tell me what you think the total price is and then I will share some of the other details with you. So what okay. was the total price for this car out the door? $990. Not bad. That, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be my guess but okay. everybody all the ramblers listening out there give us a comment what do you think a 1934 oldsmobile what's the model again touring coupe touring coupe and by no means should you be googling this to uh to look up what prices were in 1934 yep because i promise you i didn't <laughs> no so uh 990 dollars that's 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 my guess the base price was eight hundred thirty-five dollars oh, and seventy-nine cents. 
The safety glass was a $15 option. 15 bucks, huh? The bumper guards were $3.50. And there was a license transfer fee of $3.05, bringing the total out-the-door price to $857.34. $857.34. That is not what Horace actually paid, though, because he traded in a 28 Oldsmobile for this, and they valued his trade-in uh, 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 at... Wait, 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 wait. We, we got to guess this one, too, man. It's a it's a twenty eight Oldsmobile. Do you have any other information? So on it? I they literally only write twenty eight Olds coach. So the twenty eight Oldsmobile coach. I'm guessing they gave him a hundred bucks. You're damn close. One hundred and eight dollars. One hundred and eight dollars. Yeah. So with the money he put down, uh, he the out the door price was five hundred and thirty dollars. Even he is required to pay. $50.33 for the next 12 months to the General Motors Acceptance Court Corp at Keith Building. Yeah, $50.33 was his monthly payment for 12 months <laughs> to pay 12 off months, the rest of the balance. 12 months, 50 bucks. Meanwhile, yep. about a month ago, I bought an Xbox Series X for 500 bucks. So, but, I, but I could drive thousands of digital cars in that one. You can. It, it's an interesting it's an interesting look back at the, at the times. Um, I, that's, that's what I think, too. And if people are bored by this, you know, I I'm not. And so maybe I'm just weird. I don't know um, if we did this I, for an hour. Maybe I would be like, eh, OK, let's let's talk yeah. about more Transformers. But <laughs> we'll, I've only got two more cars here. So. <laughs> oh, you got more cars. OK. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And if you're listening our, out there, type up Brody, some uh, type up some comments. Yeah. So our previous car was purchased July 14th, 1934. Horace was back at St. Clair Oldsmobile in Cleveland on July 31st, 1937. Three years later. Uh, almost exactly three years later. Um, and this time he was buying an F-37 Oldsmobile four-door touring sedan. Hmm. And, um, and did he and trade in? He did trade in. I, I we we can get to his trade in value, but I will show you what a 1937 F30 F37 touring sedan looks like. That's that handsome vehicle right there. That's yeah. I mean, that's not a bad look. That is that is classic. Oh, that is classic gangsters look, man. <laughs> it kind of is. And that yeah. is. I mean, yeah. That just that looks like the classic gangster mobile from the 30s. Yeah. F 1937 Oldsmobile F37 touring sedan. And again, Purchased. F means inline six. There was also mm -hmm. the L37 that got you the inline eight. He got the smaller engine, but the bodies were essentially the same. So purchased brand new in Cleveland, Ohio in 1937. Yep. yep. Um, so uh, this time, oh, wait, let me, nope, let me double check. So this time I do not have the options that he purchased. I only have uh, the car sales tax and the license transfer fee okay well i uh let's see i'll say i'll say 995 dollars Ooh, buddy you are basically right the really? out the door price or i'm sorry the the car's price was 993 dollars oh wow he was charged 29 dollars and 79 cents sales tax and there was a $1.55 license transfer fee 
So the total out the door price was one thousand twenty four and thirty four cents. Oh. But essentially, you got the price right. I, I'm within you, you fifty dollars. Do I win both showcases? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think they gave him as a trade in on that thirty four Oldsmobile that he traded in? $210. Oh, the Oldsmobile folks, they, they like him over there. In fact, I'm looking two, at 218. Right now, same salesperson on both sales. So this guy, he's getting, no, he got $454.34. So, okay. Just a hair over half of his original purchase price. Okay. After three years? After three years, 50%. That's, that ain't too bad. Yeah, no, that's that's not too bad at all. Interesting and, stuff. I'll be honest. I'm going to be completely honest with everybody. I'm surprised I'm I'm getting this close because I feel like, all right, I'm just going to come in with a ridiculously low number. And so, you're like, wow, okay, this is this is kind of spot on. Okay, we got one more. Your very last car. Yeah, unfortunately, some records lost their way in the last century. So in 1939, he bought a Buick. Uh we don't have the records on those prices or anything like that. However, on May 24th, 1941, he went to Economy Buick in East Cleveland, Ohio. It's on Euclid Avenue for any of you folks out there. And he bought himself a 1941 Buick Series 41. And I will tell you, this was the hardest fo- picture to find of them all because finding a 41 Series 41... They, Google does not like you searching that. So here, a Buick. I'm trying to think if I know what that looks like in my in my head here. I don't. So a series. I, I think I'm jumping too far ahead. Refers to the okay. four door touring sedan body style is okay, what it's, a it's, series forty one is. So it's a okay, Buick special. It still kind of had that that big style. I was thinking it was still going to be a little more a little more thirties ish in nature, but no, that's yeah. that, that's moving along. So yeah, so uh, that's your car. And I, as I was looking this up, and I didn't look it up extensively, so this could be incorrect, but this car has a one-year-only option on it, and I suspect it's one-year-only because for any of you history buffs out there, in February of 1942, they stopped making new cars because of this little thing called World War World II. World War II, yeah. So it, this was a one-year-only option, and that is a dual-carb setup that boosted the performance. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's well, that's I mean, that was that was purchased pre uh, pre U.S. entering World War Two. Yes, it was purchased on May 24th, 1941. So mm-hmm. December 7th, 41, the day that shall live in infamy has not happened yet. Yeah, still a few months um, away. And was there a trade in on this? There was, but let's just do the car okay. itself first. I do will the, tell you, OK, I do have the options on this one. He got that dual carb set up and. He got fancy. He got himself a heater. <laughs> Wait, the, the other cars didn't have heaters? I don't know, but the options and accessories for this one list dual carb and heater. Dual carb and heater. That That's living large in the early 40s. Uh, Especially well, in Cleveland. It gets chilly in Cleveland. Well, Buick was a little bit higher up in the hierarchy, in the General Motors hierarchy, it was. than Oldsmobile. It was. Yep. Um, Buick was... was Considered one step down from Cadillac, which was really the uh, uh, the, the range topper. Uh, I'm going to say $1,326. You're, again, you're close. Just a touch high. 
So the base price before the options was $1,110. Okay. Oh, that was big of a jump as I thought. And the filing fees and sales tax and all that brought the total the out the door price to one thousand one hundred ninety nine dollars, and that Buick that unfortunately we don't have the records for he got six hundred and twenty six dollars as a trade in on that for a thirty nine Buick again this is a forty one so his out the door price was essentially the car without or I'm sorry that uh, I don't have the out the door price that okay. on this one but still you can figure. If it was one thousand one hundred ninety nine and six hundred twenty six off the price, that's what he got. So, yeah, hey, I jumped up a little bit there, but no, cool stuff. Oh, and I'm sorry, he got himself Uh-oh. a dealer option as well because I looked at one more thing. He got himself a clock that was twelve dollars and fifty cents. Wow, I can buy a cheaper clock now. <laughs> exactly. So, just a fun little it. It, it's fascinating to see what old cars cost, especially when you look at like, that's a big hardy sedan. And it's funny that it was what just shy of 1200 bucks, just, just shy of $1,200. Well, very different time, very different economy. Um, still a far cry from the average user, average new car price now being close to $50,000. Yep. Um, and I've and I've been people I've been hearing people talk more and more uh, just about the, the craziness that we're getting right now with prices. Mm-hmm. Um, and where's it going to go from here? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, but but no, no group FBC, no, no massaging, massaging seats, seats unless you run over a zombie <laughs> and it's kicking underneath, man. Or well, depending was... on the roads in Cleveland at the day after a bad winter, yeah, the roads, the, the roads that it kind of. <laughs> massaged the, your butt for you the roads did the massaging all on their own well this was kind of a fun little experiment yeah, um, just a all, fun little thing all you ramblers out there i mean give us some feedback did you enjoy listening to uh this little kind of trip back through time well not you only that all, but we, also we always do a little trailers. bit more yeah and yeah group fbc it'd be interesting to compare those prices to average incomes at the time that would be interesting yeah because yeah, because uh, i mean average incomes obviously much much lower than they were now oh, but and there's inflation to consider and like there's yep. any number of things yeah but, but and at the same time people didn't have gaming systems to play with and and oh, no and cat videos to look up online and all kinds of stuff no but yeah uh just fun i thought with uh, you know smith you and i talked about this there were only the sierra was kind of the big vehicle debut of the week and we like to cover auto news but you know, it's sometimes fun to cover auto news that isn't about the auto industry. So trailers or, you know, things like that. For sure. So, For sure. No, time. this is this is a good time. If you liked hearing this, I mean, let us know. Podcast or Moto1.com. We would love to do more little things like, uh, you know, like guess this price. Hey, we could even evolve it into something else. That's what we oh, do. We, we ramble. We love to ramble about cars. So uh, we really appreciate having you all along this evening on this Maybe not epic, but fun ramble. Yeah, the fun, I think, is exactly the right word for it. Um, but yeah, with that, good evening, good afternoon, or good night, or I guess I should say good morning for Group yes. FCC. Uh, thank you all for spending time with us. We love the fact that we know that there are infinite ways you could spend your time, whether it's movies, TV, podcasts, being with your family, doing work, anything like that, and you <laughs> choose work. to spend it with us and Anyone who does that, I appreciate and 
I, I just, it makes me feel really good that anyone out there chooses us over all of the other options in the world. So really appreciate that. Um, and as Smith said, motor one com on most of the places motor one on YouTube. Uh, again, there's always the audio version or, and the YouTube version. So Mm -hmm. if you want to see our ugly mugs talking, you can do that. Or if you just want to hear our voices, you can do that. We, we are available any way we can make ourselves available. So thank you also for that. Smith, do you have anything to add? I think that's pretty much it. We look forward to next week. I think we're going to try to do something a little. I think we're going to have a, a special guest next week. For a we special have discussion. a scheduled guest. He's under the weather this week, so we're hoping he's better. We'll see. Uh, but just, just a little week. preview for next week. It, it'll be something yeah. a little different again. Uh, a really interesting topic that we're going to have in mind. So yep. hopefully you'll come back and join us then. Like, follow, right. subscribe. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. We'll see you.